previously on Live at 605. So what, what's next week's podcast all about then? Are you done doing the cereal thing? Uh, we can do it if you want. <laughs> yeah. What? Ah! John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. From our backyard in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're on such vacation time, I don't know what season or what episode. <laughs> this this might be the premiere, this might be episode two. We don't know, and I don't even know what season this is, to be honest with you. <laughs> but right now we are enjoying our backyard in our of our Airbnb, sitting poolside. Poolside. With cabana side. Cabana side with some watermelon, orange juice, and a chai latte. You got it, dude. And what were you just doing at the pool? Your new, your new favorite <laughs> My new activity. favorite hobby is now uh, standing poolside, sweeping the pool with the net. Oh, just... I am officially a pool girl. <laughs> you find it very relaxing, I, I do. Suppose. It's as fulfilling as cleaning the golf balls in Canada Ooh. with the row machine. Just a little bit different out here, though. Mm-hmm. So we are... We're on vacation. Vacation. We're day two into our vacation. Mm-hmm. And we've done a whole bunch of stuff. We can do do a little bit of a recap. And we're going to... This episode will be great because we'll be doing it in a several different locations. Yes. We'll be doing it from poolside of our mm-hmm. Airbnb. We'll be doing it from inside the Hole of the Rock. Yes. At uh, Hole in the Rock Mountain. <laughs> Is that what it's actually called? Hole in the Rock, okay. yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing it from the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. uh, hotel rooms, maybe even a music festival. Absolutely. And uh, just all depends how much time we need to fill. So, <laughs> so where do you want to start? Because I will say, I don't know if you listeners remember, way back when, over Christmas time... I got John tickets to the Innings Festival, mm-hmm. which is happens to be this weekend in Arizona, which is why we're here. So that was like four months ago almost. <coughs> yeah, when did you buy those tickets? Right at the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time flies by. Absolutely. Which is kind of crazy. And I think what's other, the other thing that's crazy is knowing that it's been such a hectic like few months for us but you really have taken the lead on planning this trip because i'm like where do we go next oh, for a I, lot of it and what do i have i have my arizona bible. my arizona bible which some of my colleagues at work some of my teammates like vivian and audrey saw they're like whoa they were so impressed but equally like whoa he <laughs> does it to this degree i'm like john needs to know exactly where we're going at every time only because we are it kind of blows my mind. I'll pre- I'm sure I'll talk about this when we do the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon part. But we are so far away from where we live. Yeah. That it's like mind-boggling. To, it's Why? One of those we travel a lot. No, I know. But it's just like, look, on our own, with the help of GPS, yeah. we are in the middle of Scottsdale, Arizona. Like the fact Driving that around. Driving around. Tomorrow yeah. we're going to be in, the Grand, in the Grand Canyon. And it's like, holy shit, we're so far away from where we live. It's just, yeah. it's cool to me. But I like to just know where i'm going yeah and just have locations and addresses and backups yeah. and stuff just because you know i don't really want to get lost although in this day and age with all these electronics you won't get lost especially now that i've roamed like home I, I really can't get lost <laughs> with this phone but uh why don't we just do like a quick recap of everything up yeah. until right now and then we'll turn this absolutely so how early do we have to wake up yesterday oh, to get God. to the airport so john has this thing where he wants to wake up there's a lizard there's a lizard where i'll cast the pool Whoa. I see its tail in the sunlight. Whoa. Um, what should you call it? Uh, oh, there he is. You see it? Yeah, he's like right next to the shadow, right? Yes. 
Um, what's your college? So John wanted to, he likes to be at the airport three hours before our flights. I'm a pretty good hour and a half kind of person. And let me ask you this. Mm. In your past, how many times have you had to rush through the Nexus line because two. you're late? Only two. And one of them, it was just because I look baller. And they're like, oh, why okay. don't you go through the Nexus line? I'm like, of course I will. Meanwhile, with the restaurants, the Wi-Fi they have there, why not get there early? No. Did you just say what the washrooms they have? Did I? I think so. I meant to say restaurant, <laughs> or I meant to say Wi-Fi. I don't know what I said. Um, I had too much sun. <laughs> We're in the shade. I know. Um, what you call it? So have some watermelon. I will. I will. Um, so no, you wanted to get up and be out of the apartment for like latest six forty. But having said that, both of us didn't sleep that night before, and so we both woke up at like four a.m. after going to bed at like midnight. Yeah. So our flight was at nine ten in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people. When I know we have to wake up early, like, what time did you set your alarm? Like, 5.50 or something? Yeah. When I know we have to get up super early, my internal... Look at the lizard. It's going up the wall. Whoa. I see it. Next. It's like a gecko. Yeah. Oof. Uh, when I know I have to wake up super early... Mm-hmm. Whoa, he, like, jumped. Yeah. Sorry, I'm mesmerized by this gecko. <laughs> I just know it's hard for me to get a full night's sleep when yeah. I know i got to wake up early, so my mental clock wakes me up. Yeah. So I think we were both up around 4.30. Yeah. And I was like, well, this works to my benefit because that means we'll probably get up early and we'll get you to the airport early. Fine. But then you're just like, oh, I'll just watch BT for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, or we could just go to the airport and use their washrooms. <laughs> and uh, got to the airport pretty decent. Checked mm-hmm. in, no problem. Mm-hmm. But we got there really, we only, we only sat for like a half an hour, right? No, that's true. Because even when we got to secondary screening, all the machines were down, which was kind of bullshit. Yeah, which has happened to me before when I've been traveling by myself, which is one of the days that I didn't go early to the airport. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, like, such bullshit. So, I did notice that on our flight, mm. a lot of senior citizens. Absolutely. Well, I think the one thing to note, we've heard about this, is Arizona, but, like, Scottsdale, Sedona in particular, are very, like, retirement cities mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then also University Town, which kind of reminds me of living in Bournemouth, where it was... A cross between, like, retirement and university. There was no in-between. Right. So. So hopefully we look like university. Yeah, we look like ballers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so our flight, for the most part, was pretty decent. You were trying to get a good night's sleep on there, which, mm-hmm. without much success, I yeah. guess you were saying. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I kept saying that I had a certain rules of thumb or something, <laughs> yeah. which you were making fun of me You're for. You're like, rule of thumb, because on the plane... Uh, I won't. Okay, first things first. You always try and book us on the the side that I'm most superstitious about, mm-hmm. which is the right hand side of the plane. But yeah. I've read about being on the left hand side of the plane is actually. Be- what are you looking for? I'm just looking behind us. Um, what's your call it? Uh, being on the left side of the plane is actually better because the primary pilot will favor that side. Okay. So we were sitting on the left hand side of the plane, and what's your call it? You're in the middle, so I'll be on the middle going home. Yeah, and then. We are in the window seat. And so even though we had, like, a muffin at the airport, like, two hours in, I was like, oh, I need something. So why don't I get a cheese plate? Yeah. And so then the cheese plate comes with fruit and everything. And so there's apples and grapes, which you love both. So yes. then all of a sudden, you're, like, having a ginger ale. I'm having a ginger ale. And you're like, Val, rule of thumb. I do not drink fruit. I do no, not eat listen, fruit with drinks. What happened so like, was... What kind of fucking rule is this? Fruit- and you're like... Rule of thumb, I can't eat green apples. I'm like, you fucking always eat green apples. And you're like, they're too tart. I'm like, when the fuck do you know what the word tart means? Now you're spreading (laughs) 
enormous fake news. No. What happened was my first issue was I said I would have one apple, one grape. I wasn't that hungry. Mm. First issue was grapes were on top of the cheese. The cheese was not wrapped in anything. Why would the cheese be your cheese? I don't know. What's those, what cheeses are wrapped in those red things that look like cheese balls? Ew, those are disgusting. They're not like Savvy's age. They're about like, three years old eating <laughs> They like belly. Maynard's or something? No, those are candies. It's like belly cows or something. <laughs> so I was like, I will do you the honor of eating this one grape. Done. I saw the, or- the apple cut in halves. Mm. Green apple. I don't want, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Granny Smith's. I like jazz apples because they're never bruised. Yeah. I'll eat one, one apple. Then you're like, eat more, eat more. I'm like, I'm not that hungry. And I was like, first, the, the problem is right now, I can't drink. What? Uh, you did drink. You drank your ginger ale and my ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ginger ale. There's but, so much fake news. But how, do you honestly want to drink a ginger ale then eat a tart apple? Like, that's just part of my rule of thumb. I'm Before, not going to go down with it. Okay. So, John had, like, all these rules on the plane. And yeah. I was like, yo. So. What was the other rules, though? Uh, fuck. Now I can't remember. I can't remember. I should have wrote them down. Yeah. Those were the two main ones that I remember. Yeah. But then other than that, the flight was okay. Some dude sitting behind me had his knee in my back like the entire time, despite him having so much leg room because there's nobody sitting beside him. Yeah, and then we finally land in Arizona. and then we're No, st- no, yeah, we're yeah. sitting on the tarmac. We're stuck on the tarmac for damn near 45 minutes because these fools <laughs> pulled up to the wrong gate, and then they're like, oh. Uh, we, we need to get towed. Yeah, we can't turn around, so we'll be there at the gate in five minutes. Half hour later, finally getting towed. But, but we're towed to the gate that we weren't supposed to go to. Exactly. So I'm like, what is this bullshit? Someone messed up. Yeah. Um, so we did that and then got our luggage finally. Everything finally. Was, uh, after that fucking oh. fiasco. So Phoenix baggage area is pretty big and yeah. pretty busy. And initially we get like, there. I'll never bitch about Pearson anymore. No. Yeah. So we get there and they're like, your luggage is at carousel number one. Great. We're all standing there. And then there's an announcement. Your luggage is now at carousel seven, which is at the other end of the damn area. Yeah. And well, we're again, remember. It's all senior citizens. All senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> so go down to number seven. Instantly, they're like, no, sorry, dog. Your carousel's <laughs> back at number one now. Walk all the way back to number one. Finally get it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I was excited, one of the things I'm super excited for while we're here is having our own car. Yes. So we booked through Avis because you are Avis preferred. Absolutely. Get on the shuttle bus because we had to take a shuttle bus to the uh, car stop. Yeah. And while we're on there, I, I'm pretty sure we're standing next to a couple Trump fans. Ooh, so I, was like, we're just, I didn't turn around. Just gonna keep our mouth shut. Yeah. They seem like lovely people, but they also seem like probably they wanted to make America great again. Ooh. Leave it at that. Get to the Avis spot. We're in a fairly big line. Okay. I'm like, that's cool. We're in no rush because we can't check into the house till three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I see a sign that says Avis preferred. Come this way. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, aren't, no, you Avis? Creepy way. <laughs> aren't you Avis preferred? I am. So I'm like, let's risk it for the biscuit. Go down the stairs, and now we're in a place that has no lineup. Yes. And they are very nice to us. And literally, I show them my card. Boom. Boom. They're like, you're ready to go. I'm and like, there's this pimped out like SUV. Yeah, we ended, I thought we were going to have like some little tiny Honda Civic or something. Yeah. We have the most pimped out. Because when I've rented cars, I've had some ship, ship box cars. Yeah, what's one time you rent the... One time we rented a car and it was like a an car... Accessibility. An accessibility caravan, which like 12 of your closest friends could stand in comfortably. Not sit, stand. stand. Right? And so I'm like, uh, how the hell do you drive this on the streets of San Francisco? But this time around, we got such a lovely like... Oh, Sick, yeah. like, 2018 SUV. 
thing was so baller and we got gps and everything mm-hmm. i was just so impressed with me yo avis preferred they treated us like royalty yeah john was like so john was like fuck the rest of the trip fuck the grand canyon it's like, all about I'm avis i'm so preferred. impressed by being avis preferred <laughs> the older you I should get- call this episode <laughs> avis preferred or arizona preferred yeah oh <laughs> like- uh, yeah we'll we'll call it something for sure <laughs> <laughs> okay <guys. laughs> That's one of your rules of thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> executive producer, junior executive Fuck producer. Fuck off, junior. Right? So, so we take our Avis preferred vehicle. And we, since we had about an hour and a half to kill before we had our Airbnb, we decided let's do some driving. We actually came to the house to see how to get here. Mm-hmm. Got here super simple. It's on a fantastic... Call the sack. Exactly. Your favorite childish Gambino mixtape is called... <laughs> Call the sack. There you go. <laughs> And then, because I knew we had some time in between, I looked up two restaurants in yes. my Arizona Bible. Yeah. One was Craft Pizza. Yeah. The other one was Hooters. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, not Hooters. It was a Red Robin. Ouch! You pinch Red Robin Burgers, right? Yes. So I thought it was called Rocket Robin. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. I don't know what it's called. I don't have my Bible with me here. <laughs> Go get some burgers. They were fantastic, right? Really oh, yeah. good. They're so good. Except for the one scary waitress. Oh, yeah. We had a couple of different waitresses, and one looked like uh, the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm on us. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, pull your lungs off the floor, woman. So. so that was awesome. And then we went and picked up some groceries, and then mm-hmm. we finally got to this beautiful Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many times have you done Airbnb? Only in Europe. That, that's that was right. it, right? Yeah. So I also did a shit ton of research for the Airbnbs. Yeah. Because the one tip I know is you want to get someone who's a super host, mm-hmm. which means they're verified. They have lots of review. You want to get someone who's a super host who's been verified. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> no, sorry. I meant to say someone's a super host with lots of reviews. Oh, okay. Because it's a sh- some movie making show about movie making. <laughs> anyway, sassy. Uh, oh no! You got the hiccups. Yeah, there's definitely no peanut butter here if there's no sugar. So we rented a four-bedroom, <laughs> eight-bed house for the two of us. <laughs> Were there cheaper places with no. less bedrooms? Yes. Did any of them have a pool? No. no. Or private pool? Private pool. That was the key. I'm like, fuck it. Let's celebrate. We don't go away that often. We, well, when we treat ourselves, we like to treat ourselves nice because we work so hard. Absolutely. So I'm like, yeah, I want a pool. It's cool that there's uh, bunk beds. There's a bed in the living room. Yeah. There's three bedrooms, a king, queen yeah. size. Two queens, one king, four bunk beds. Yeah. Uh, walk- and one a bed in the su- a day bed in the living room. The walk-in closet's the size of our apartment back home. Yeah. This place but, is awesome. And every morning, John leaves to go to the family room, and because it's so big, I'm always like, John, where are you? Every morning. There's every- been one morning. Yeah, but twice today That's and true. one yesterday I did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That's when we came out here. First thing we did was we just lounged by the pool. You got your pool stick and started cleaning it. Yep. And the pool's not heated. It's a little chilly, but you were super brave. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, if I know there's a pool, I'm jumping into it. Like, I think one of the cool things about being on vacation like this is that it really is relaxing because it's like you don't have to deal with like hotels. Like, even though we're in hotels for the rest of the trip, it's totally cool. But coming right off of work, this is really nice because it's like you kind of just go at your own pace for everything, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's nice having the space. The pool, yes, it's cold, but it's in like in the Jesus, uh, get out! What the hell Weird kind of bird. bird is that? Cute. Whoa! <laughs> we had two birds with sticks on their heads fly by us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even these birds you don't like? No. That happens if one jumps in the pool. 
No, he's dead. Dude, who's getting that out with a stick? <laughs> so you were saying? So yeah, I'll go in the pool no matter what because it's there, even if it's cold. So I was in the pool for like half an hour maybe. Yeah, you did a great job. But then it was so nice just to like where my chair is right now, just sitting in the sun reading Rolling Stone was good. Yeah, you said you loved the article about Atlanta. Yeah, that's the one. So... <laughs> So that was great, and then we decided to go out for dinner based off a recommendation from your brother. Yeah, so my brother uh, Carl was saying, because they come here a lot, if, um, even before Savvy was born, he's like, why don't you guys go to the Mission? It's a good southern <laughs> restaurant. So we took him up on set offer and went to the Mission, knowing that there's two locations. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's that southern. It was very much more Spanish. More Spanish, for sure. Mm-hmm. But we ended up having a great time, and we had one of the best waiters we probably Ricardo. ever had. He was super nice. He reminded me a lot of you, like a male version of you. <laughs> As a waiter? No, just personality-wise. <laughs> oh, okay. Because he was saying that he loved your energy yeah. and stuff like that. And I was is, like, I love your energy. Which was hilarious. So, what are you looking at? Just, for- I always just see new things, like oh, okay. the sign. That's a beer opener on the wall. And uh, I'm just looking around, just enjoying it. I know. The one thing we said about this house is it would be cool to have, like, two other friends or, like, four other friends here with us because it's, like, it's a fun party house. For sure. (laughs) So that was that night. We ended up eating dinner last night at... uh, The Mission. The Mission at 9 o'clock, which was really midnight our time. Yeah. But we got, like, yo, the food was so baller. It was so delicious. The service was on fleek. But, like, yo, it, it was so much food by the end. Exactly. So did that... I finally passed out last night. Yeah. Uh, you slept a bit. Mm-hmm. Woke up, and then we uh, walked. We forgot to talk about going on a walk yesterday. We went oh, yeah, to an sorry. adventure around the neighborhood. Yeah, how was that? It was really nice. It's so, like, chill here and, like, quiet. Everyone has orange shoes, which John wasn't letting me pick any oranges. Well, this is also a gun-carrying state. Ugh. <laughs> from Dick's Gun Shop? <laughs> Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, but in your car. But I was very excited to go walking around this area we got a bit lost because everywhere's a dead end yeah and then we didn't know where the hell we were going so you had to like turn on your phone then we saw this like old man everyone was so nice to us everyone yeah. was just like hope you have a great day nice to like have like hi there <laughs> what's that <laughs> and then we were turning back into our street and just as we did that you almost tripped and busted your ankle <laughs> again so that like, in the worst day one yeah so mm-hmm. so that was fun just going for a walk around town here mm-hmm. and we were so I'm like, wow, there's so much green grass. I know. We're always like, it's so dry here. Where's all this like perfect lawn and like landscape and flowers coming from? Exactly. So, Like how do these oranges actually grow with no water? Well, I'm sure they have hoses. Yeah, but like how much watering are they doing here if it never rains? Probably quite a bit. Yeah, that's fair. So then we woke up today, mm-hmm. and we had only two things on the book today. One was Top Golf at one. Mm-hmm. The other one is Spring Training Baseball Diamondbacks versus the Giants at 640. Cool. So we had some time to kill in the morning, and you were like, why don't we go hiking somewhere? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what would be perfect right now would be to go to the Hole in the Rock. Yeah. Because it's close by, and it's not a huge hike. Like, we can go there in an hour, hour and a bit, and then head right to Top Golf. Totally. So the cool thing is we actually recorded part of the podcast there. Yep. So why don't we uh, go to you live from the Hole in the Rock? <laughs> Coming to you live from the beautiful Hole in the Rock. <laughs> not the Hole in the Rock. Hole in the Wall is the restaurant we go to in Toronto. <laughs> this is the continuation of the Grand Canyon, Arizona trip. Yeah. And right now we are, I think we're in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. 
and um, we decided that before we go to Top Golf mm-hmm. that we would go to the Hole in the Rock, which is a popular tourist. tourist destination hike where there is a giant rock here with multiple holes. Multiple holes, and they have great views of the city and different mountains and stuff like that. So it's pretty bananas. And this was your first time driving in Arizona too to get here, and of course, <laughs> GPS failed us. Yeah, that's okay. I only had one mild heart attack. Only one. Only one. But uh, we got here safe and sound. We uh, mm. were also close to the botanical garden, the Are Phoenix we? Zoo. Yes. Oh yeah, I know we're next to the Phoenix Zoo, but it's pretty badass here. Like I would say, it, it it's kind of nuts that there is this much like flowers and like all these cactuses survive and like there's still like a lot of like lush things it's Mm -hmm. just desert for days yeah and uh walking from the parking lot to get here what did you almost do i tripped again tripped again so you almost rolled your ankle yeah but you jumped on a wobbly rock that's true i jumped on a rock that i thought would be bolted down and it clearly wasn't (laughs) but it's just fun to be out here like i was saying it reminds me of bill and ted's uh bogus journey which i've never seen where they die and then death takes them to like all these big rock formations in the (laughs) desert but it's just cool we've gotten some great pictures Uh we're gonna spend a bit more time here think about what you would normally be doing on this day like i'd be sitting at a desk yeah i'd be in in the south core i'd be in a dark edit bay right now probably working on uh the fx hit show atlanta and it's like what good plug there (laughs) it's like what minus 15 with the wind chill in toronto yeah and right it, now it's a beautiful 27 20 going up yeah and like look at even in the distance that's bananas yeah i, I must say i'm very happy with uh, the trip so far mm-hmm. and, do you want to go try sitting in the hole yeah let's go check out the hole in the rock yeah. pretty cool eh i thought it was like super cool because for the one thing is we all know that john is thinks he likes to go hiking but we never do oh boy the only time we say we're going hiking is when he proposes so this time around, I'm like, yo, if we go hiking up to this hole in the wall, what are you going to tell me? Yeah. Right? I told you nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, but it was so much fun. And it was also like slightly like rock climbing to mm-hmm. a different degree, even though it was like small rock climbing. Um, but I had a blast. Same here. So from there, we just went. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Remember, there's the thing where we can take one path or the other path down the hill. So we like basically <laughs> climb up two paths, oh, yeah. right? We climb up this giant rock. John will post that pictures of it. That was on you, though. No, I, of course I wanted to climb up this giant hill. So I'm like, climb up this giant side of the cliff. And then we're like, John's like down at the bottom. And you're like, should I come up? I'm like, of course you should. So we both get up there. And then you're like, I'll go down first. I'm like, okay. So we get down. And then we get to like one part of it. And there's two paths to go down that make it chill to the parking lot. You can go down this smooth, <laughs> clean, real path, or go down this the long way. The long way, or you can go down the short path, which is basically all small pebbles and rocks, like that are off kilter, like a waterfall of rocks. Mm. So John's like, "Let's go this way." Which way <sighs> did we go? The waterfall of rocks. And I'm like, "Fucking hell! Be careful!" Literally, you go down, take ten steps, and yeah. jump yeah. for a little bit. I take one step and basically do fucking split so that pebbles yeah, all come in my mouth. So it's true. I did the splits. My like box literally touched okay, the ground. Okay. <laughs> so it's gross. Yeah, well, it's gross. So yeah. I'll get you to take a shower later. <laughs> so yeah, but I didn't cut my legs. Or no, anything. no, you're good. It was very acrobatic, but yeah. not very graceful of you. <laughs> so finally, get to top golf. Mm-hmm. Super impressed with that. Uh, it's awesome area so basically top golf as you go you have your own little station they bring you food drinks mm-hmm. and you play different golfing games like you can do 
fur- farthest uh, ball. You do closest to the pin. Mm-hmm. You can do all kinds of different games. So we were just having like a blast. How do you feel playing? Uh, pretty shitty. Well, we First also of all, you kept, yeah, and you keep sabotaging me. Uh, sabotaging? I gave you a woman's club. You gave me a woman's club. Then you gave me a too big club. Then you stole one of my turns. How did I steal your turn? You stole my turn. No, because then you no, you That's, stole one of my turns. Okay. Then I was like, okay, I thought I could just shoot for any yellow ring, but it had to been like one. Yeah, the specific one. Oh, wolf. <laughs> You know I have no aim for golf. But, but anyway. You, you did do pretty good. And the first time I got minus two, which I thought that was good. Yeah. And then you got 43, so not so if good. If we were playing real golf, you want to go lower. But this was like... That's why I got high. so excited when I saw negative numbers. Well, I just realized there's a uh, electrical plug in the ceiling there. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, so I thought that was a lot of fun. We enjoyed that thoroughly. Mm. And then we left there just to do some shopping in the fashion square. No, sorry, we went, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I forgot and everything. We went to go pick up our concert tickets from Tempe Park. Tempe Beach Park. Mm-hmm. So we went there and we saw the stage set up and everything, right? Yeah. It looks pretty damn cool. I'm excited. And like, the guy when we were picking him up said we were the second Canadians in like the last hour who came. Mm-hmm. Which and is he cool. asked us if we wanted to watch Rush. And I, I said, like, no. <laughs> right? What are we, old? Yeah. It's not like when they're Americans do we say, do you want to watch Bob Dylan? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, Ted Nugent. Like, except Anyways. Then we drove to the Fashion Square, and today was your first day driving. How'd you feel driving? Well, uh, there's only one time I got nervous in the beginning when we got like a little lost. Oh, yeah, but we have GPS. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more just like, uh, we're on the highway. Which exit am I taking? Ah. Yeah. So that was, you did a great job driving. You did, too. Yeah, we went to the Fashion Square. You saw some cool stores that we'll probably go back to. Yeah, I felt too dirty to go try shit on. Yeah, well, you had rocks in your box. <laughs> That'd be a good name. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> uh, and now Listen we're... Listen to find out what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're just back here to chill out before we go to the... Um, the baseball game yeah so why don't we end this bitch and then uh, eat some water baby. yeah and we'll probably next time you hear us we'll most likely be at the grand canyon so we'll see you in a bit bye coming to you live now from the lobby of our hotel at the hilton garden inn we are yes. back from a momentous climb up camelback mountain it was crazy it was too crazy to the point where i could only make it up like less than 50 percent of the hill no you did pretty good though nah well, we are back for another segment of Live at 6.05, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're almost at the end of our trip right now. I know! Which is sad. We just went to go sad. visit our old house on <laughs> which street? It's Vida uh, uh, Viva. Vida Viva. So, <laughs> we're just getting nostalgic for a trip that's only been five days long. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I visit my old apartment in Toronto no. <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's like we've been here a week, less than a week. And now we spent the day and a half in. We're like, we miss it all. We already. miss it all so much. How did you like yesterday? Yesterday was day two of the Innings Festival, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Yeah, it just keeps like, I feel like day two because it was the most full day. Like, 
we've seen a total of seven bands already and we like both ranked each of them um our list differs a bit i'm sure we'll do a proper rundown in like the following episode yeah, potentially or, or later, later or um like but i'm equally excited today because i get to see counting crows finally after like 15 years yeah you were saying you've been waiting to you just they never came to toronto or something no they did i just kept getting dimed out of tickets how are you not getting tickets because brandon and me were supposed to go because it was counting crows in the who then he said i had a ticket then he gave it away to pat right uh-huh. and that was bullshit and then i moved away to england when they came a second time in january to play whatever the acc was formally called right it's always been ACC. Oh, then the ACC. or like you mean maple leaf gardens uh no i think it was acc and then um they came again and we just never saw them there you go well they always also always seem to come to like weird casinos yeah which i'm like uh like, no really or niagara i'm like i'm not gonna go to this weird casino nah, so we'll, see Counting Crows. we'll go to a field in tempe instead <laughs> yeah no i'm excited to see them and i don't know what where should, should we like reverse and talk about some other things yeah or? so i think the last time we left off was we were, didn't really talk about our grand canyon trip too much we recorded at the grand canyon but we didn't talk mm-hmm. about like our trip there and stuff no yeah. Which part of it? So, <laughs> go for it. Which part oh, do you want to Lord. talk about? So, okay, so I guess we left our really cool house at like Super seven, early. 7 in the morning. And P.S., we just drove past our house and the door was wide open. I'm yeah, like, so we haven't been here in four days, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't us who left No, we locked open. and we shut the fence, so that couldn't have been us. Yeah, and you know what else is weird is the guy's trolling for comments, the guy whose house we rented. Yeah. Because he's like, I wrote a comment about you. And it's like, you can What only, did he see? No, he said, you can only see it if I write a comment oh, about bullshit. him. Oh, so bullshit. probably because he, we him. left the orange juice. <laughs> yeah, I left some free orange juice for whoever's yeah. in there next. And so. milk. Yeah. Um, what call it? So we left really early at that house to drive. So I drove first for about two hours yeah. or so. Um, it is, well, it's not scary by any means driving oh, the first part. Not the first part. Um, but it was just like long, you're kind of tired. We're like, where do we stop? Yeah. Kind of thing and like switch over kind of thing. It's also just like, it's driving in the unknown. Well, let me ask you this. Did you do any research into the drive? Not from at all. Scott's? But I also don't do any research into most things I do. And you see, Some people should wonder how I'm employed and like have like, I'm organized. Cause I don't, no, I, think I don't it, plan trips at all. I think you don't plan trips when it comes to like work and life and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Sure you do. But it's like when you're on a trip, I think you're just like, oh, I'll go with the flow. I think you look at the state and yeah. you're like, oh, wait, you know what's in Arizona? Grand, uh, Grand Canyon yeah. and Beach Festival where it's like, yes, this is in the state. But basically, let me put it this way. We drove from South, I was going to say South Africa. <laughs> Those are our friends. Yeah. We drove from South Arizona to North Arizona. Basically, we were like a 10-minute drive from Utah. <laughs> yeah. And here are things you discover when you do a four and a half hour drive. I don't like mountain driving. That's all I was going to say. Where did you think Breaking Bad took place? (laughs) In Mexico. You thought the whole show took place in Mexico, right? Yeah, and then you blew my mind. So then you said New Mexico is a state. Because you knew they were in Albuquerque, right? Yes. But you thought that was in Mexico. Yes. There's all this stuff with the border. Yeah, it's because that's where all the drugs are coming from and stuff. That's what I thought of Mexico. So I thought that was you pretty... You don't build a border for nothing. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, we listened to almost 110 songs. So here's my... <laughs> on a playlist. Here's my thing. 
because I'm the nervous traveler. Mm -hmm. I just like to know. Are you still nervous? Why are you still nervous? Because I want. Was it in the already shitty predicament? Why am I nervous? Because you take me to places like Concord, California. <laughs> There's a cool concert there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why when you were just when you got me the, these for my birthday, you're like this is so you're like okay, so I got. Uh, festival tickets and mm -hmm. I got it as a pass through or the Grand Canyon. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is so awesome. Yeah. What, what do you think the first thing I did? Uh, research what Tempe is. <laughs> I researched where exactly how far the Grand Canyon was from the festival. <laughs> yeah. Guess how far it was? Uh, 20 minutes. Four and a half hours. <laughs> so I was like, this is definitely doable. Uh, but let, tell everyone what your plan was for the Grand Canyon. What did you want to see? Because we had one day in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, so I will say, when I travel, and most of you guys know this from previous podcasts, I like to do a lot of things. Yeah. I like to try and see as much stuff as possible. I'm not one to be like, let's sit down and like sleep a vacation away. And even if we're on like a beach vacation, I still like doing things. Yeah. But then, I wanted to see, because I always go on Instagram and follow this really cool traveler, and so she went to Horseshoe Bend. Okay. Which is one really cool sighting. And then yeah. she also went to this place called Antelope Canyon. Okay. And then she also went to this place called Havusa Falls. Let me ask you this. Did you check the timestamps to see was this all one day or spread out over a week? Um, no. I just saw cool pictures and liked them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, again, I did my research. Yes. And I, I had to break the news. It was a tough day when I was like, we can't do all three. We might only be able to do one of them. Yeah. Because when we researched Havasu Falls, mm -hmm. it turned out that it was about a two and a half hour drive from Horseshoe Bend. Yes. And then once you park at Havasu Falls, how far from the parking lot <laughs> to the actual destination of a walk is it? So this was a little bit weird. They're just saying shit like, oh, people literally park at the parking lot. It's a three hour drive from Scottsdale. Then all of a sudden you have to, um, what you gonna call it? Um, I was like, oh, you gotta, that you're going to record you sipping your Coke. Um, what you gonna call it's it? good. Do you want to sip? Yeah. This is delicious coke that we bought from a grocery store six days ago <sighs> the fresh maker wait oh do you still have mints left yeah have one do you want one yeah we got we just went to a sunny's uh, diner where you saw someone rolling drugs in the washroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they had good mints yeah. not the first drug dealer <laughs> can you not Bro. <laughs> I suddenly just shot this mint <laughs> into your box. <laughs> this episode's got rocks in your box and I'm minting Freshness. We have a we've had a bit of a sun Sunday. Sunday. We've been walking through On the a Sunday. <laughs> Sunday on a Sunday. I think we got some sun. <laughs> Um, what you call it? So, so I looked it up afterwards because John's like, "Yo, we can't do everything." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Of course you can." And so then I look it up, and it's a three-hour drive from Scottsdale, three and a half-hour drive from Scottsdale to the place in the Grand Canyon. But then it's also a three-hour once you park the car hike yeah. to um, Havusa Fall Trail. And if anyone knows anything about me, going up Camelback Mountain at about forty percent, my lungs gave out. Yeah. So, Hard to say if I would have even physically made it to Musa Falls, right, in the altitude. But it was pretty funny, um, so we couldn't do that one. Nope. Sorry, I'm just eating oh. my candy, so I didn't want people to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So keep going about the drive. <laughs> so it wasn't so bad. Um, There's only two, one big part where I clenched my ass because I was so <laughs> nervous. Um, you, couldn't, you said there's a bit of winding roads, but your main thing was you want to get back to... Sedona. So so back to my rules of mm -hmm. thumb. 
Mm -hmm. So what I did was, mm -hmm. since I knew that it was about a, a four-hour drive to and from Scottsdale and the Grand Canyon, I'm like, let's do a halfway point on our drive home to Sedona. Because mm -hmm. it's halfway point. Because the one thing I didn't want to do was drive all the way from the Grand Canyon back to Scottsdale mm -hmm. or Tempe because it's another four-hour drive. It, that'd be like eight, nine hours driving a car in one day. Mm -hmm. And the main thing was, I read, was there's lots of windy roads and there's lots of dark roads. Like, there's barely any light because you're not really on any highways. So my thing was, <laughs> my thing was, let's do these adventures, mm -hmm. but let's leave so that by the time the sun's going down, we get to our hotel, just in case we're on, like, a windy road or something. Mm -hmm. So that foreshadows later on. So I didn't know about foreshadowing. So then I thought when we were driving, I got us to like two hours out and then I think we switched places. I don't know if we ate anything. No, we didn't eat we anything. Just, we just switched places. What did we have for breakfast that day? We oh. No, we went to the Starbucks. Starbucks. That's where, yeah. So we got right. like the best croissants ever. Yeah. Right? And then we ended up switching gears and John drove into yeah. um, the actual Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. But what I was pissed off about was when I was driving for the first two hours, I had all these intense winding hills. Yeah. Like, they weren't, like, super winding yet, but they were winding enough that you were driving on the side of a mountain with, well, like, a minimal guardrail. It's also, like, every 20 miles, would be like, the elevation is now 1,500 feet. Elevation's 2,000 feet. Yeah. Elevation's, like, we got up to, like, 7,000 feet, right? Yeah, it was, like, 7,500 by the end, and I was, like, ugh. And, you know, sometimes you're just, like, so this is where I was, like, clenching my ass, because yeah. I'm, like, oh, my God. Right? And the car is big, and you're, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to own it. And yeah. so why not? No, you did a great job. I did a great job for the first part. Um, and I, I was getting jealous because like, I knew that there was lots of windy roads. Yeah. Like, I basically Googled street viewed the whole four-hour trip to yeah. see like inch for inch where every turn and what every road looks like. So I knew there'd be some dirt roads, some yeah. one lane, some two lanes, some windy roads through the mountains. I knew there'd be all this stuff. See, I did not. So then, Obviously, it's a Grand Canyon. I just didn't think I was yeah. driving on it. <laughs> so I thought I was driving around it. Right. And so, so, so I got very excited for when I got to drive through these windy mountain roads. But John, didn't, for the first like hour and a half, you had nothing. It was like flat plains for days. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and then I got excited, like, because you get stuck behind a slow car, and they'd be like, in half a mile, passing lanes. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's pass this person. So that was always fun. But it was such a cool drive because yeah. it looked like we were on Mars, yeah. kind of thing. Like that's how we were just saying it. It's like nothing out there except like different types of mountains it was like volcanic like hills and whatnot and then just like red rocks everywhere yeah right so it's super badass so we finally after about four four and a half hours get to horseshoe bend mm -hmm. park there mm -hmm. and what was that experience like for you so cool right like i think this is the one thing like we like, you were just saying, like, when you got to drive through, like, the actual canyon, like, the tall mountain peaks, you're like, this is so mind-blowing and so exciting because it's what you wanted to do. After seeing that Instagram picture and, like, Google imaging Horseshoe Bend so much, I'm like, if I don't get to see it, it's going to be as big of a letdown yeah. as, like, Bruce Peninsula. This was, like, 12 times better than anything in the Bruce Peninsula. Of course, it's one of the natural wonders of the world, the when, Grand Canyon. When we pulled up into Horseshoe Bend, you have to like hike up again, like yeah. whatever, a thousand feet kind yeah. of thing in the air. And then it's like this like man-made trail. And you go to this area and there's like cascading flat rocks. And then you look down and it's like literally a horseshoe around this like yeah. Colorado River Lagoon thing with like a, like a stone in the middle yeah. and everybody's just taking pictures over it and it was like mind-boggling how cool it was like i was so mesmerized like it was so badass 
Yeah, it was super badass. And then I got scared shitless. I had yeah. punched my asshole super <laughs> tight because you wanted to go right to the edge yeah. of this giant mountain. With and you had, no supervision. Yeah, like, there's no guardrails or anything. And I was like, I can't get within eight feet of the ledge because I feel like I'm just going to like have noodle legs and fall off this yeah. thing. So I couldn't believe, like, for someone who every time watches The Amazing Race, like, oh, you'd have to do that height stun. You'd have to yeah. do that height one. You had no problem. No, that, for whatever reason, that one didn't bother me. But then, like, Cam... Cam I was like, Camel Toe Mountain. <laughs> Camel Toe Mountain. <laughs> Camel Back Mountain. Like, that one area where it was like, rock climb up this area. And I'm like, man, coming down, that looks way too steep. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, but that one did not freak me out at all. I was like, I could have stayed there for, like, another hour just looking out. Yeah. Like, it was so badass. Well, you know what else is badass? Because uh-huh. I think we actually recorded a part of the podcast at Horseshoe Bend. Did we? We did. Oh, Yeah. So why don't we hear what we were saying five days ago at Horseshoe Bend? <laughs> Coming to you live from the trunk of our car <laughs> and, and Horseshoe Bend. Yeah, and beautiful Page, Arizona. <laughs> this is part three or four or five of... Um, <laughs> Depending on how you're cutting it. ...of the Rocks in My Box episode <laughs> of Live Arizona Vibes. And we just discovered something very interesting. What? If, if you and I ever were in the Amazing Race, yeah. you would have to do the height challenges. <laughs> I would have to eat the gross food challenges. <laughs> How soon they change. I got no problem with heights when I'm harnessed in. Yeah. But the fact that we were just standing a thousand feet in the air with no rail guard. <laughs> yeah. And you were trying to like put your legs dangling over the edge. I was like, what is this girl doing? Right. It's so funny though, because John's like, oh, he's like, I can't come there. I can't come there. And then I like, nope. come back and like hold his hand and his hands are sweating so Sweating much. like the first day I met your parents. Yeah. It was so. rough. It was unbelievable. We'll talk more maybe when we get to the hotel. Okay, wait detail. a second. I'm wearing the same outfit you proposed to me in. Are your hands sweating more now in the same outfit I'm wearing to Horseshoe Bend or more then when you were proposing to me in the same outfit I'm wearing now? Well, this is awkward because this is the point where I asked for the ring back to help pay for this trip. So <laughs> I saw a pawn shop down the street, but uh, no, I was obviously more nervous the day I popped the question. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, this is great. We just went on a four-hour drive through... Did you feel four hours? Yep. Oh, but I will say... Yes and no, yes and no. Uh, the only time I shit myself was when it was, like, at one point where I'm, like... When you were driving? Yeah. It was really only over those, like, really intense hills. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because I felt like... And I, to the point where if you didn't have any hills, I was going to get pissed. Because all of yours <laughs> was, like, flatlands. I was like, what the fuck is this? I drove for two hours. And it was, like, fucking winding hills. Mountains elevated 7,000 feet. Yeah. My ears are popping. Yeah. <laughs> like, my fucking feet are sweating. <laughs> you did a great job, though, driving so, through. I mean, we left pretty early this morning. Yeah. We did not make the same Bruce Peninsula mistake. No. We left uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, and, yeah, we just went to Horseshoe Bend. We drove through the Grand Canyon. We're at the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. We're about to go on uh, Antelope Tour mm-hmm. of... Uh, Antelope Canyon. <laughs> Antelope Canyon, where uh, that guy from 127 Hours cut his arm off. So. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen to us. No. And but I did say to you I want to watch it right after this. Yeah, we'll see if it's on Netflix or something like that. Yes, but please. Do you want to stop for now and then do more later on? I'm, I'm still scared. Why? It's too high up. No, it was so awesome. I think even like knowing that we found it and there's no real road signs anywhere. Yeah. Like if that's something to like people who want to travel through the Grand Canyon, don't anticipate seeing like giant tourist signs no. that say like... How, like, when we were doing the Bruce Peninsula, it was, like, the, what is it, whatever the hell it was called, kind of thing. 
um, the jumping place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like, whatever. This is, there's like nothing. It's like one sign that says fucking like South Rim. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm in the Grand Canyon now. Um, so, so, so that, that was, was cool. And then and was, my other favorite thing, though, is sitting in the trunk eating apples. That's what I was just going to say. Afterwards, we ended up sitting in the trunk of the car like a couple of back backpacking kids. Mm-hmm. And we ate Cheerios and apples in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Just like hanging out, being like, oh, this is so cool, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, right? I love stuff like that. See, like, I love what the one thing is. It's like when we were in Scottsdale, we're at the most, like, elitist, like, Spanish restaurant, not seven. Right. Right? And it was delicious. But then at the same time, we can sit in the back of our truck and eat Cheerios out of a box and baby carrots and apples. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So next up at 2.30, we had a guided tour for (laughs) Antelope Canyon. But one thing freaked me out shitless. So John was, like, very much on time walk, like, time patrol. I'm a time cop. Right? But when we were coming down the Horseshoe Bend Trail to the car, I looked at my watch and it said, like, uh, we had to be at the place at 1.45. My watch then like 2.15 or yeah, something. Yeah, like, wait, what? What the hell? And I'm like, uh, we're not really changing uh, time zones here. Why is my watch not working? Yeah. And so it was like, the farther we got up in altitude, my watch would like either go forward yeah, maybe an that's hour. what that was. Maybe. And so it was so bizarre. Because then I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Have we missed like the thing? And it would be like three out of four like iPhones and watches yeah. would be like a different time but then we'd go back in the car and it'd be the real time so we were like shit did we miss the antelope canyon tour luckily we did not no now we had to find it yeah so you drove us there mm-hmm. and it was like again down like this big dirt road mm-hmm. in page arizona mm-hmm. what's up oh no i was gonna say you missed something what's that so one of the things that we were dependent on was obviously uh. as canadians we t- you don't have data packages no. for the states, so we only really and you you've been using your phone more so than I. Yeah. Um, have it like a like turn on our phone to use the data for like satellite for maps. Right. And so we got a GPS from the Avis Preferred. Ooh. Um, and then when we were trying to find Horseshoe Bend, but when we were leaving, um, our Airbnb house to like leave that mor- or the, leave that night, um, we we're like, can't find Horseshoe Bend in the GPS. We couldn't find the address, so then we had to figure out, like, coordinates for yeah. that one and coordinates for Antelope Canyon. Which was way harder than it should have been. Absolutely. And, like, I think that kind of shit's a little bit terrifying. Yeah. Because you're like, uh, I'm leaving it up to longitude and latitude now. Yeah. I am a backpacker. Like, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally. So now we have the coordinates to take us from Horseshoe Bend to Antelope Canyon. <laughs> and luckily, we found it. Yeah, we got there. Uh, checked in and we were both in shorts and a t-shirt and again because we drove four hours north mm-hmm. it was it was what a little bit cooler a little bit colder I, I but should... not like like we're not like uh i was about to say we're not like wimps kind of thing it was it was cold but it wasn't so cold because we get there and everyone's wearing jeans and a sweater and yeah. like toques and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like uh I know we're going in caves right now, and I feel like caves would be colder, mm-hmm. so I had to fight you to finally put your jacket on. I was in, like, a tank top and shorts, and so, like, you finally came back with my coat. You put on your coat, and so what was your thoughts about going into Antelope Canyon before we did it? So, basically, Antelope Canyon, if anyone's seen 127 we, Hours... We need to watch some of them. Yeah. It's basically, like, different natural rock caves. Yeah, created by monsoons. So I, uh, I knew it was going to be really cool, like a cool experience to go see, nothing that I've probably ever done before. So I was excited to do it. I was just, again, time cop being like, well, this thing starts at 2.30. If it ends at 
before. Mm -hmm. We have a three-hour drive. The sun goes down at 6.30. I'm like, we got to get in and out. Like, there's no time for delays. And I took the other approach. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to stay in these caves forever. (laughs) Take as many pictures as I could. (laughs) So I thought it was actually really cool. I thought we had a really good guide who gave... Nathan, who was actually really well uh, trained in iPhones and being like, use this filter when you're in this spot mm-hmm. to get the perfect picture. Like, he was, he was, was really good. I was really impressed. Yeah, so that was like really good. And then, like, also, I thought it was really interesting because you drive out to, there's like two sides of Antelope Canyon, like north side or an upper side and a lower side. I think we did the lower side. Yeah. Um, but then you like drive to this area and it basically looks like the area in Mad Max where they do like the Cirque du Soleil fighting. Exactly. And so you're kind of driving through this area that used to, that becomes um, like a lake yeah. or something during monsoon season, which is like June through September, he said. And then he's like, oh, you know, if you come down in a regular car, you'll never get out. Like you have yeah, to be exactly. in a four by four. Yeah. And so that was really cool. And you like see this giant crack in the cave and that's like your entrance point which totally looks like mad max style yeah right slash like going into like a plant like a different planet slash like star wars slash everything like it was so badass and you walk in and there's these like soft sand like sand dune looking things and it's like perfectly red and there's like crevices up to the sky but they're like 50 feet in the air if not higher yeah. and so it's so cool because there's like minimal light but then all of these like different like pathways and stuff so it, i don't know I, my mind was blown and we had some of our best photography is probably from there yeah we'll post um well go check it out on instagram it's on instagram go check it out on my instagram it's val gomez 23 you can check it out on my instagram i'm at mountain camp but i'm private so i gotta accept your ass if you want to see my <laughs> pictures go see it on my mind's open source and like if anyone is planning a trip to the grand canyon that is a definite must so after that ended, everything ended around 4 o'clock. We were both hungry because we actually didn't really eat much like more croissants. than croissants, Cheerios, and apples. <laughs> so we decided to go to the Jack in the Box, which was Whoa. just close down the street. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you rate, page. Page, how do you rate your Jack in the Box experience? Oh, disgusting. Like, we have had... Like, I'd rather eat rocks in a box than Jack in the Box. <laughs> well, not mints in the Maybe mints in the Box. <laughs> So, I think the cool thing is, is that our service and food here, and we've, like, eaten all over the board, like, yeah. really high-end, really, like, like chill pubs, lounges, like, fast food, etc., diners, everything, has been impeccable. The food is delicious here. The service has been outstanding, minus day where we didn't have cutlery. Yeah. The guys seem, like, shocked about <laughs> it. Um, Jack in the Box in Page Grand Canyon yeah. is disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. So we scarfed that down left. And yeah. so we left, uh, I'd say about 4.45. Yeah. Uh, 4.45, 5, and it's about two hour and... Two hour, yeah, about two and a half hours to get to Sedona. Sedona. So I said I would drive. Yeah, um, you said you would drive for about the first... Two, two yeah, hours. Two hours, and I'll take the last hour. And so we're driving, and it's like pretty much like a highway run. And so, Except you had to go down the mountain as well. Yeah, and so I said I was a little nervous to go back down the mountain, but I mean it was pretty chill because you're going like probably like thirty mi- thirty five miles per hour. Yeah. Um, and it's like at least you're on the inside of the guardrail kind of thing, so it's not as bad. But now again, you're going down like seventy five hundred feet. Yeah. Right. And so like neither here nor there. So I'm like, okay, this is chill. I've at least seen it now. Like I know what to expect kind of thing and then we get onto the highway and i'm like oh my god this is amazing like it's easy breezy i'm thinking sedona is like and also a giant city 
Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's probably just like driving from Toronto to like Oakville. Yeah. And so that, it's just like a highway drive. And I was like, you know, once we're out of the mountains, we should be good. Like that's the mm-hmm. only thing. Like I didn't want to go through these windy roads in the dark. No. And, like mission accomplished. We didn't have to do that. So we end up getting off this highway at like where we're supposed to get off and it's getting darker a little bit it starts spitting so basically we're in flagstaff Mm -hmm. which is like a 20 minute drive from sedona Mm -hmm. i'm like oh great we're already in flagstaff like it should be like super easy Mm -hmm. highways and then i'm doing navigations and navigation's a little weird it tells you to get off the highway i'm like okay we're probably transferring from this highway onto a new one and it's like make a quick right and then a quick left Mm -hmm. and i thought i missed our left coming off and Mm -hmm. we ended up in a roundabout we take that roundabout out. I'm like, okay, I think we're in the right area, mm-hmm. but I'm like, we're going through the woods. <laughs> and to your point, it's starting to sprinkle a little bit. Yeah. I'm already like tired. My back is hurting. Like I wanted to switch off driving a and bit. I, yeah. I was telling you, like whenever you can turn off, uh, park and let me jump in. Yeah. The problem was. We're in a fucking forest. We're, we're now in a forest, mm-hmm. a one highway lane forest. Mm-hmm. And I'm. Uh, I'm like, okay, even at a certain point, our GPS cuts in and out, like losing satellite reception. I'm like, because uh, I think too, I'm like, I'm not sure if I made a wrong turn. To, mm-hmm. like, like, we should, probably shouldn't be in this forest right yeah. now. So anyways, I pull up my iPhone, put in the pin to see where we are, to see like where we're going. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I look down and I see the craziest zigzag road. <laughs> it basically looks like, I don't know. Like a slinky. Like a slinky, how many zigzags. And I tell you very calmly and coolly. Yeah, you were very chill about it. Just because right now, now it's dark. Now Now it's it's dark. And I was still, I was like kind of pissed off because I'm like, I want to, I want to stop driving and there's nowhere to pull over yeah. kind of thing. But then it was just like, we're not going to pull over in the woods, in the dark. It's it's It's, not safe. safe. And so I was like, okay, I'll keep going. And some, some turns, some wide turns here and there, but then like, okay, just so you know, I'm probably about a half a mile there's going to be some crazy uh, jagged turns. Mike, just take it easy. And no you don't, need to rush. And I think the other thing is, you don't realize you're in a fucking mountain. Yeah. Like, that was my thing. Like, when I was, I was like, I didn't realize I was this high up when we started coming down. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, it's like pitch black. We're on, like, we're now going down a mountain. Yeah. And so, when you're taking these turns, you can only go 15 miles per hour. And yeah. the, the turns are fucking tight. Yeah. Right? Like, I... Tight. Tight. And so, like, I was so nervous like my like your like, like my, my ass asshole. was, was like it was tight. tight and so i like i think almost like if i wasn't with you and having you that by myself i just pull over the car and be like i'm gonna sleep here till the morning yeah um but even I, there was a point where i'm like i can't do this like I, I was so tired and so stressed out from driving and like and my I, palms were sweating and like i had like claw hands from like gripping this gear all, all i wanted to say is i'm like well, you know you want to go to Horseshoe Bend and take <gasps> Arizona, so... Ouch! Stop. No, I'm just joking. I was just like, I felt bad because... I At that point, I don't even drive me three yeah. hours. And I wanted, I, was, I wanted to do those you kinds did. of things. And I was just like, I felt bad because I knew you'd been driving so long mm-hmm. and it was tough. And so... And there's people behind us and like, I felt like some people were more like acclimatized yeah. to like driving in this kind of shit. Whereas like, I'm fucking from Toronto... Yeah, and we have so no hills. I'd say it was a good twenty straight minutes of z- crazy zigzag. zigzag. Like we'll post mm-hmm. a picture of the map to show people like how crazy those zigzags were yeah. and stuff. You finally come out, and as soon as that ends, there's finally a spot for you to pull over. Yeah. I jump in, 
and we drive. I drive through the hills a bit more. Yeah. Some turns, but not at nothing. Nowhere near as crazy as yours. To the point where John made like an awesome like 200 song playlist for the Grand Canyon trip yeah. alone. And so when we were coming down the mountain, I did not hear one song yeah. that played. And you're like, oh, did you? You didn't even sing that song. Like I didn't even know it played. I didn't yeah, know it played. You didn't even hear I didn't hear shit. All I kept hearing, seeing, was like. And then at one point, because I got so stressed out, <laughs> I was in the other person's lane, yeah. going down the hill, and you're like, maybe just try and stay in your lane. But you said it was so calm, and so I was like, okay, this is good. Not like you're in the fucking Yeah, well, that's right. not gonna make things any easier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing that really made me nervous because it was dark, we were in the forest. Bear. Well, it was just more about like animals running out, jumping in front of your car. Yeah, they had a lot of elk signs. Yeah, that and of course aliens was the other thing because yeah. that was prime Hon- alien abduction. We were Sas- in the woods. Sasquatch. But the cool thing was in the woods there were so many resorts and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was so dark like there was no there was no lights. Nothing. So I'm like, I would have loved to have driven through this in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story boring, we come out... Long story boring? Are you kidding me? I know, My I'm ass is joking. still clenched. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay. We finally come out. We're in Sedona. We make it to the res- resort hotel, mm-hmm. and it is spectacular. Oh, my God. It was like... You know one of those hotels where you're like, fuck, man, I'm only here for like less than 24 hours? We're just there to sleep. We're just there to sleep. But we get in and it feels like so calming. Sedona is basically like the main street is like a strip, right? Where we were. And so like everything around it just felt like like spa or like off the grid a little bit. So it was just like if you wanted to relax purely, that's where to be. And so we get into this like resort and it's like open concept lobby the guy who checked us in was like super nice and like just super knowledgeable about the area we get upstairs and like the bathroom or like the whole unit was like amazing i'm like oh fuck we're only here for 12 hours like i would have loved to kick it there for like at least a day for sure um but it was really good because we woke up early we got to like kind of walk up the main street to see some of the stuff that we had missed yeah um while we were driving at night yeah, so that was good. We mm-hmm. ended up going out for a nice Italian dinner, mm-hmm. which was good. And then at we, Gerard's. Gerard's. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to the hotel. Gerard's Italian kitchen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Went to bed, woke up, checked out, mm-hmm. and then we went and explored around Sedona a bit, took a walk around. You saw a big snake in a cage. Yeah. Got some chocolates, mm-hmm. took some pictures, and we were just like hanging out mm-hmm. mountainside, basically. Totally. So from there, we drive to our last destination, which we are currently at now, which is the Garden Hilton Inn. Hilton Garden Inn. Hilton Garden Inn in Tempe, Arizona. And again, three for three, we checked in, and this is another great little spot. Absolutely. Room is awesome. I would say this is probably the best way to end, knowing that we're here for three days during a festival. Yeah. It's like the hotel room is comfortable. It's super close to the venue. Yeah. Um, And it's just like easy breezy kind of thing so that was we came back on friday did we do anything before the concert on friday we was that the museum no that was yesterday so i think we just drove no we we went shopping no yeah yeah we went to the fashion yeah we went to fashion square which was awesome and we went walking around sedona and stuff yeah um so what do you you want to talk about (laughs) oh you had your best burger of your life you said oh yeah so yeah, so Friday before the concert, we decided to go get some food because we knew we'd be at the concert all afternoon, all night. So we went 
Uh, and there was actually a really great Market Square shopping center right next to where this hotel is. Mm-hmm. And we decided I saw like a cool gastro pub. pub. We went there. Great food. Great food. Not, and I honestly, it was probably one of the best burgers I've had in years. Mm-hmm. It was that good. It was a nice bacon burger. You mm-hmm. had an awesome pizza. pizza. I know. And I'm just like, oh man, like the food and service has been so good this whole week. I was mm-hmm. just super impressed and happy. Mm-hmm. And so then, so then obviously, came back. Came got, back. Got changed, got into, changed. A, into our swag festival outfits. Yeah, I put on my St. Lucius shirt that you got me. Ooh, I put on my new, I would say Coachella shirt. Yeah, very Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> so then we went to day one of the Indians Festival, mm-hmm. and how was your first experience? What oh, did you think so about good. It? I thought they did a really good job setting it up. This is the inaugural Innings Festival, so yeah. it's like a lot to be imagined kind of thing. So you walk in, there's a ton of like food vendors bar vendors there's like just like batting cages um like speedball pitching and yeah. stuff and then there's three three stages three stages home plate left field and right field we've definitely seen more on the right field and home stage i think yeah um home plate stage and so it was just super cool like i think the one thing that was really nice even though it feels like and people will probably be like how'd you do all this like why did you do all these things going to a concert at night in outdoors. like outdoors on the water on the water is super chill yeah like i didn't feel tired i didn't nope. feel stressed out it was just like nice to listen to like eagles of death metal <laughs> queens of stone age and like dance and like cheer kind yeah. of thing and so like we got back at like midnight i think yeah 12 30 12 30 and i was so the first day we saw eagles of death metal young the giant Mm-hmm. and Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. I was super impressed with Eagles of Death Metal mm-hmm. and they were playing one of the smaller stages. We got up pretty close. Mm-hmm. I thought they were so good. Like yeah. I also just love their songs. I like that he did two Boots Electric songs. So good. Complexity was awesome. And then Josh Homme of the Queens of the Stone Age came out and played drums with them. You knew they were friends? Oh yeah, I knew they were really good friends. Like, yeah. He's technically started the Eagles of Death Metal with Aww. the lead singer. Like cool. They are Eagles of Death Metal. Mm-hmm. He just obviously doesn't get to tour with them because yeah. he's in Queens of the Stone Age. So I thought that was super awesome. We uh, we then went to Young the Giant, who I only really knew their one song. My body. But I gotta say, for not knowing any of their songs, mm-hmm. I was blown away by them too. Like their music was, it, they make like stadium sized music. Mm-hmm. Thought the lead singer was awesome. Even the drummer I liked, he sang some yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. And all their songs, I'm like, shit, I gotta go back and listen to this. I just like the atmosphere of like everyone just jumping around and like screaming and dancing. They're like a California based band. Um, and I really only know that album, but, like, I thought the, like, the lead singer just had, like, really good stage presence, and, like, all last night I was trying to research about, like, all the bands we've seen so far. We've seen seven, and so the one thing I think that's cool about that guy from Young the Giant is that he was, like, pre-med, or, like, doing, like, I guess, yeah, pre-med at Stanford, and then, like, told his parents he wanted to, like, pursue music, and so I'm like, he's one year away from being, like, a full-fledged doctor, like, it's crazy. So, pretty badass. So, that was super cool. And then Queens are awesome. Queens are... I've always wanted... I wanted to see them for a long time. Yeah. And I, I was super blown away. First of all, the other thing I really liked was I thought the sound quality was awesome mm-hmm. there. All, like, the singing, the instruments, everything mm-hmm. just sounded crisp and clear. And, yeah, I thought Queens of the Stone Age, like, they, they just blew me away, too. Like, they, they did so many great songs yeah. that I loved. And I just thought it was awesome. I thought it was so cool. Like, no one knows. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, make it with you. Make it with you was like so good and like just Go like the whatever. Flow. The last song was like outstanding. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I found weird and I was like maybe it's because where we're sitting. Yeah. Kind of thing and it's like obviously an open area so it's like I just found like sometimes I'm like the crowd is so weak. Yeah. Right. Like. 
And I'm like, is this like a Toronto thing too? It's just like kind of festivals. People are just like sometimes listening to like the yeah. band and not paying attention. It's almost like background music. Yeah. Where I'm like, come on, like cheer for these people. Like you just, I always want a good crowd. And so like my thing with festivals is, I'd rather be in the pit. Yeah. With like the real people who want to see mm-hmm. it versus like pushed to the back. Yeah. Kind of thing. So like that was my only thing for like head in the heart yesterday was I'm like oh knowing that like one we showed up late to that stage because I had to run to the bathroom yeah but then on the flip side we had to leave early to get to Ava Brothers on the opposite stage we were standing at the back and it was like even though that was probably like top two bands we've seen it wasn't as good of a like a viewing experience well the good thing is when they come back to Toronto we'll definitely go see them yeah and they would probably play like a Danforth or a Massey Hall or something so even before we talk about we'll talk about yesterday then we'll do the last part tomorrow something after tonight's final mm-hmm. concert was we were always looking for stuff to do during the day so yesterday I looked up mm-hmm. something fun to do which was the music museum Muse- music instrument musical yeah. instrument museum yeah MIM <laughs> so basically it's like the history of musical instruments from, from around, around the world, world from like a hundred years ago to last the, week yeah so, what was your impressions of the Music Instrument Museum? It's probably one of my favorite museums ever I've gone to. Obviously, it's like we're huge, obviously, yeah. huge music people, obviously a musician. It's so interesting how they play it out because it's like you walk in and it's like beautiful and pristine, but then there's like giant installations of like different instruments which are already mind-boggling yeah. there's like a random grand piano sitting in the lobby that anyone can play it felt like a school trip was there and they were hoarding it otherwise i, I would have jumped on um but i thought it was like really cool this kid was playing like city of stars yeah, from la la land which was awesome um but then yeah going through each of like the continents and like the instruments was like super cool yeah just to see like like a lute in like the Middle East is very similar to that of like a guitar here or like what is it an electric saz guitar from yeah. Turkey kind of thing like I just I love all of it everything about it and then there's other areas where it's like the experimental area where you can actually go and like play world instruments yeah, which so, was super cool so you got to go play a harp a banjo mm-hmm. some like Chinese bell drone things yeah i played that weird instrument where you don't even touch it it makes Mm -hmm. like which was they had yesterday at the show yeah which Mm -hmm. was so awesome in the decembers yeah Mm -hmm. so i think we spent almost a couple hours there three hours yeah like we could have i think we could spend way more time there Mm -hmm. so that was a big big highlight as Mm -hmm. well that was almost a throwaway thing like okay if we need something to do let's go to the music museum Mm -hmm. but it turned into like shit we gotta go because we gotta get back to the hotel to go to the festival so we get back to the hotel go to day two and I was definitely super excited for day two so we get there and the first band we see is Lord Huron yeah and our context for Lord Huron even though they've been out for like seven years I think now, yeah is uh in 13 reasons why yeah, they have that super song, sad song the sad song that plays in the gym during the dance yeah um and but they have like that whole album has like a ton of great oh, yeah. songs on it and so when we saw them it was so great like I don't know just like his voice the lead singers is so yeah. distinct yeah um, I thought they were great mm-hmm. uh, really impressed with them from there we went uh, and saw the Decemberist, which I really loved. Which, first of all, the lead singer kind of looks like a mix between S- Stephen Page and the the white guy from Run the Jewels. <laughs> but I thought they were so good too. Like they have what, like nine, ten people in their band, and they mm-hmm. had different instruments. They had uh, what's that? The oh, an accordion. An accordion. Mm-hmm. 
I thought the lead singer's voice was great. His guitar, his stage stage presence was really good. Their new album's awesome. The new as well. album's awesome. I think the one thing that made me laugh was. I'm like, oh, and I made the comment to him, like, I wonder if anyone will be, like, political on stage. And yeah. he was, like, the first real yeah. political person. So it was, like, an all-ages show. And so, like, there's they have, like, one song, like, it's, like, Fuck My Life or something. Yeah. And then he got really political, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. But it was, like, people were cheering, which was awesome. Um, obviously, it was, like, yesterday was, like, March of Our Lives or something in D.C. and around different states and countries around the world. Um, but yeah, it was awesome to see. And you know what else? I think we actually recorded a segment of the podcast before the Decemberists came out. Did we? Yeah, oh, we did. After, okay. Because no, we were sitting on the ground mm-hmm. of Tempe Beach Park. So why don't we hear what we had to say about our experience Ooh. thus far? Coming to you live from the Innings Festival Day 2. Um, this is another segment of Live <laughs> at 605. We've come to you from the Grand Canyon, from the backyard of our poolside house the and hole in the, rock. the hole in the rock as well now this is day two of the innings festival and we were sitting on the ground waiting for the decemberists to come out but we just saw lord huron and they just set, played the saddest song from 13 reasons why and i almost broke out in tears and a fool in love though i love that song yeah no they are awesome i've been really impressed with just all the bands so far we'll go into more detail about them later on back at the hotel yeah but overall the festival's been yeah, this is one of the best gifts you've ever gotten me. Like, you're we saying just how much fun we've been. We saw Eagles of Death Metal, Queens of the Stone Age, Young the Giant were really good. I only knew their one song, and I was like, holy shit, these guys are really, really good. Very cool. Um, we did not see the Jim Blossoms, even though they're at your the Hale from here. Yeah, but we read about them at the Music Museum of Scottsdale. So yeah, and uh, I just ate some very greasy pizza, which was delicious. <laughs> But uh, overall, it's a beautiful night outside. We're in shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We both got our flower shirts on right we, now. We both have flower attire. And yeah, it's just been so much fun and just like a really good festival. This is my first festival in probably like 10 plus years. I think the last one I went to was Sarstock. Really? <laughs> Did you also throw garbage at Justin Timberlake? No. You, no? But uh, no, I've just been having a blast. Something about watching live music outside on a nice warm night has been great. So. I think we got to stand up soon. Yeah, let's stand up and we'll talk to you guys later. Well, it seems like I got some rocks in my box from sitting <laughs> in that ground. <laughs> so from there, like you said, we had to go run to see Head in the Heart. We missed their first and last song. Yeah. But they were also a band that even though we were a bit further away, mm-hmm. I was super impressed with their music and yeah. their lyrics and their voice and everything. I, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to see them when they come to Absolutely. Toronto. Absolutely. So then, the main attraction. The actual the reason why we came to Tempe. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> Three months in the, four months in the making. Mm-hmm. Six years in the making. We haven't seen Avery Brothers since like 2012. Yeah, at the Danforth. So it was awesome to see them headlining this festival. Um, and we definitely, we were as happy we got pretty close to the stage too, which yeah, was awesome. super centered. Um, it, it was awesome. My the one song I'm like, man, I really hope they sing "Die Die Die." Yeah, opening they song. Opened with die, Boom, die. bitch. They played two straight hours. Mm-hmm. I love it too because they do the thing where it's like they'll give one brother his time to play piano at the mm-hmm. spotlight. Everyone goes off, then the other brother plays. Mm-hmm. Like everyone gets their moment to shine. Mm-hmm. I just think they they do a great job of. I don't know. It's just such a fun show, and their stage presence and energy is so always so so good. So good. I can only imagine like living with them yeah so it was definitely worth the hype 
I think the only thing that irked me about that show because it's like they they have such a big catalog of songs. Yeah. Much like Queens of the Stone Age, who I felt like left the stage early. Yeah. Kind of thing with with the Ava Brothers. They had like everyone obviously everyone gets a solo. Yeah. First of all, like without like a like an instrumental solo but then some of the other people in their band also got to sing really long songs yeah and so the female violinist i feel like she's newer i don't remember her being i don't remember either there but they did the band's version of i shall be released right and i just felt like they could have cut that song in half she was a good singer she wasn't a great singer right um and so i'm like oh does she really need like this long of a song And then for their encore, they did Faith. Yeah, I And know. so I'm like, why didn't you do one of your songs? Just do one of your songs. Right? I know, I hate when bands that have, like, ten albums do a yeah. cover sometimes. Because to your point, they didn't do, like, a couple of our favorites. Yeah, but still, like, it La- was awesome. Laundry like, 10 Room out of 10. was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I'd go see them every time they come back. Absolutely. So it was, it was just, like, the cherry on top of a great vacation. Mm-hmm. And now we're just a couple hours away from the last uh, day mm-hmm. of the Innings Festival. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see uh, Counting Crows, maybe a bit of Chris Stapleton. And then yeah. the main thing tonight after that is you want to eat what? Yeah, I want a steak. I said to John, I'm like, I've been craving a steak. Because I feel like for the most part, we've had like Italian, Spanish food all week. So I'm like, I just want a steak. Well, you haven't had a steak either. No, I want to get no, a steak. No, you did have a steak. Yeah, I did have you, a steak. Yeah. I want another steak. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're almost done this thing. Why don't we save it? Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back, talk about day three, our mm-hmm. last day of Tempe, and then we'll do the band of the week and end this thing. Absolutely. So we'll see you guys see in a bit. bit. And with the help of a little podcast magic, <laughs> we are sadly back home at Club <laughs> 605 after a whirlwind Arizona trip. Yeah. When I think we left off with you guys last, we were just recording in the uh, lobby of the Hilton before either day one or, I think it was day two of the day festival. Two. And uh, we just had just finished day three we literally just flew back and landed maybe like a half hour ago so we're a little bit tired but as a result we're sitting in the uh, living room and we have lobby watch on just to make sure there's no homeless people (laughs) trying to get in because we're back to reality now but there's no mountains in the background no so how does it feel to be back um you know when you have the like like you know i said this to you like on the cab ride home it's like i really do think this cabs are here i really do think that this is like if not my favorite trip ever yeah it was like at least my most favorite trip that you and i would have gone on yeah i think for sure it ended up being my favorite trip ever out mm-hmm. of anything we've done or family vacations it mm-hmm. was just combined all of our favorite things music baseball being outdoors adventures good food yeah fashion like everything and it was just like such an amazing backdrop i could have probably spent like five more days there yeah. and like kept going because it was kind of like the first two days were just like relaxing and just yeah. kind of going what we wanted to do. But I could have gone like back to our house yeah, if we yeah. had it. Well, tell and everyone we did go back to the house. Yeah, because we were so nostalgic. We were so nostalgic for a house that we had been at three days prior. Yeah. But the, um, so our last full day, mm-hmm. we, um, we did we talked about the music museum, I think. I think so. Because that wasn't the last day. What we, no. no. The last day we went, uh. Went to a uh, Camelback Mountain. Oh my God, guys! So the last day we went to Camelback Mountain, and it was one of those things where we had heard a lot about, kind of researched it. Yeah. And so again, giant mountain, you can go hiking. It looks like a camel because it's like two, two humps, humps and a head. And so then, which is you, what I like. 
apparently not though so then <laughs> anyways um what's your call uh so we go there it was a hot day yeah you could say that we were a little hot and you were like making fun of me because i'm like let's bring like nine bottles of water no, like, no we don't need two i'm like i was like what are you gonna propose to me again <laughs> so then what's your call it we get there and we're like hiking and like by no means well, can i just say one other thing yeah because i do all the research yeah research i found was for the most part if there's because camelback mountain's so big there's different entry points yeah 98 percent of the mountain there's nowhere to park like there's no parking lots yeah but your boy over here found that two percent and i found a very small parking lot right yeah and the smallest parking spot yeah but at least mammoth i mammoth car but because of that like if we didn't go there we that we wouldn't be able to park anywhere oh okay <laughs> so then um what you call it so we go and we start the adventure up and again this one is probably like 3,000 feet by the time you climb. Yeah, it's intermediate to an expert hiking. So we get to like the midway point and I just realized that I'm like, yo, my lungs cannot take this. I am like so out of shape. It's so fucking hot. We get like 50% up like the middle part. Right. And so it was like this nice viewing point where a sign literally says like, this is where it becomes hard from here Well, you also, you didn't... there's one part when we're walking, you're like, oh, I want to go off the trail and walk down this area. I'm like, you mm-hmm. can't. You're like, why? I'm like, because didn't you see the sign about the dead guy? And you're like, no, no. you're making that. I'm like, no, there was a sign with the guy's face. He was probably like 22 years old. It's like, this guy is young, athletic, and an avid hiker. He went off the trail and died. Do not go <laughs> off the trail. And you thought I was making it up. Yeah, because you're like, this. okay, so this blonde guy. Yeah, he was blonde. J- James yeah, or James, John. James, James Earl <laughs> who Jones. Who has blue, <laughs> blue eyes, who's kind of like yay tall, just went hiking on a regular oh, day. Brother. And it sounded like you are telling me like a foible about <laughs> you. So I was like, stop it. Fabian. Yeah. So anyway, so we did that for like a couple hours. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, just like that was such a great experience. Then we went to the final third. Oh, you're missing this Which other pod? thing we did. So what? while we were left there, we're like, okay, we got a couple hours before showtime. Mm. I was like, let's drive back. I got a shower. But then uh, yeah. as we were driving back, we drove past, what is it, Hayden Street? Hayden Street. So what did you want to do? Yo, because I'm like a friggin' like human GPS. As soon as I saw Hayden Street, I'm like, straight up, we are right near our house yeah. again. So I was like, oh my God, let's go drive by our house. I could do this from memory. Right. So we went in like a staka pulled up into that same cul-de-sac where our house was yeah. and just like hung out in front of it as if we had lived there for like 20 years yeah we're like is anyone in there we didn't see any cars in the driveway but as we drove closer yeah. the front door was open and i was like straight up you as we as airbnb guests yeah. would never leave the front door open. no but then i was like uh did we leave the door open for three straight days while no. we've been gone no so it was sad to drive in that area because I, I just loved walking around like the par- zuni park mm-hmm. And uh, all the orange trees, that basketball net I never got to shoot hoops at and everything. So that was fun. Then we went back to the hotel, showered and changed and everything. And what was the last night? Oh, man. The last night of the Innings Festival was, for me, most importantly, to see Counting Crows. There's two things you wanted that night. Yeah. To see Counting Crows. And And get a steak. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Did you achieve both of your goals? I did. So was... So we get there. and Crowning Crows weren't even the headliner. No. Chris Stapleton was. Yeah, but you didn't give two shits about Chris Stapleton. No, and the crowd shifted a little. You got a little rednecky that night. So we were like, meh, we're good. And we also just don't know a lot of Chris Stapleton. If Justin Timberlake's not showing up, yeah. I don't need to 
be there. And there's one song that I love. I didn't. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's a cover song, so it made me like it a little bit less. Yeah. Or this guy. Is yeah, that... That's security. Yeah. Guy's wearing an earpiece. I know. Though. That's like uh, uh, Secret Service security. I was going to say. Keep going. So you've wanted to see County Crows for how long? For like t- 18 years. And Jesus. so like the crazy thing is, is that I've never been able to see them. Finally see them there. Adam Duritz is like, doesn't disappoint. He They played like all the main hits. There are were a few songs like I still want to hear and yeah. haven't heard yet. But it was so good because it was just such uh, like a classic albums live kind of experience, if you will. They played, like, Mr. Jones, they played yeah. Round Here, Long December, Miami, um, yeah. Hanging Around, yeah. all, like, all these, like, main songs from, like, their commercial years, but they played, like, an hour and, like, 15-minute set. Yeah, they play, usually you get uh, an hour mm-hmm. or an hour and a half if you're the headliner. They got an hour 15, which was mm-hmm. awesome. I will say the lead singer definitely looks a little weird. Um, He looks a little older, like, time has definitely done him a little strange, but after, like, when we were flying home and just waiting in the airport and stuff, I always get to doing, like, I always like to research about the bands we've seen kind of thing. And so, like, even just researching about the Counting Crows, it was, like, Adam Duritz went into, like, a deep depression right. kind of thing and, like, kind of went off the grid for a bit. And so, like, I assume that's why he became, like, kind of weird and quirky. Right. And then, like, yeah, so. Yeah, so they were awesome. I quite yeah. enjoyed them as well. Sad to leave the innings festival. Yeah, but did you get your steak in the end? I did get my steak dinner. We went back to the amazing gastro pub. Yeah, the elephant we went to, horn or something. Which was good. It was the lion, the thirsty lion. Uh, no, it was thirsty elephant. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? Yep. Okay, we'll have to so, research that. Fact check. We hundred percent don't have to. It's called the thirsty lion. Okay. It was a gastro pub. Um, and so yeah, I got my steak. It was very good. And then yeah, we went back to the hotel and like packed and stuff. Packed, drove back to the airport the next morning. Mm-hmm. Were you sad to be done driving through the hills and mountains and stuff, I guess? Yeah, I think the one thing being is that, yeah, it was our most, it was like one of, like, if not the best trip ever. Everything about Arizona was efficient. For sure. Right? And this is one thing, like, I wanted to say, like, out loud. It was like the Innings Festival, from it being like a wristband, like, swipe in swipe out you could only bring like a small p- purse yeah. so you, it was a cashless thing apple pay was used everywhere yeah it was really easy to use like, apple pay top golf was efficient like all of that was interesting there was something else that was equally that first pub we went to yeah. which had like the self-stand yeah, yeah. checkout that was efficient like the only thing that wasn't efficient was fucking WestJet trying to print our baggage oh woof shit like we get to WestJet and it's just like self-check print your own bag uh tag or whatever yeah but it wasn't working for us no but like all these like mangy senior citizens got their shit and so i'm like how are us as young guns two people at the checkout counter so that mm-hmm. just took forever but we finally got through and then we went and ate some breakfast with like a really uh oh my god waiter? i don't know he that. was like an, a waiter who looked like slightly like a like a uh bulked up jack Do- or j- josh donaldson yeah from the toronto blue jays but he was so on yeah. it was like stressful yeah it was stressful like he was like a struggling actor or something yeah. uh so that was all right and then our flight or he just really liked his job that's true that, that <laughs> so we're just be very it. cynical flight home was great we actually ended up uh no our flight was delayed yeah i was like what bullshit. fucking great but i mean our actual seats we have the emergency exit oh yeah seats. you baller status so i got going. some extra leg room i downloaded mm-hmm. a bunch of office episodes for yeah. the ipad so we watched that mm-hmm. got back 
pretty seamlessly. That guy's a little weird looking. <laughs> I think he's just short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got back not too long ago, so that was basically the trip, though. Oh, right? so now you have to make an amazing video because uh, we have to tell everybody about the trip, right? Yeah, I'm trying to. The, the only song I know I want to use because I can make it look really cool is uh, Easy Rider by Action Bronson. Which you did tell me about when we were driving like a few weeks prior to the trip like on the Gardner. Yeah. I still remember being like, yeah, the song is perfect. I was like, picture this. This song comes on. We're driving through the desert at the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can actually mm-hmm. translate it to video. There's a really cool song you want me to use that you like. Kimba. Oh, Kimbra. So before we left on vacation, I was starting to cut a sizzle reel. Yeah. And I was like, I need a song that talks about like being at the top of the world. Guess what? Kimbra dropped a song at the beginning of the year called Top of the World. There you go. I'm hoping to do a little bit of Gloria as well as a song. <laughs> oh, God. And then I'm going to have two mystery songs I will not tell you about. Ah. So is this a good place to end it, you think? I know. But now that we were on such a high note, literally 9,000 feet in the air, yeah. where do we go from here this season? <sighs> Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll have stories about uh, overcoming fears of doing things. <laughs> so ambiguous. <laughs> Can't give away all the secrets. Yeah. Uh, we'll have um, different events. I know we're still planning a wedding. We're still house hunting. Yeah, there might be some job things in the mix. Yeah, there might be. Ooh, there's a new game. Not a game, but a new segment I want to do, mm-hmm. which I'll tell you. It's like a top five list mm-hmm. where we just have random, like, here's our top five blank. Yeah. Could be fun things. Not even pop culture. Could be like top five things kids don't do anymore. Ooh. Or top five like breakfast cereals, whatever what? it is. So it just could be like a fun segment. Man, this security, security guard is hardcore, guy. He is. Look at this. He even walks like a yeah. security guard. I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> right? So um, do you have a band of the week? Yes, obviously. Ooh. It's the Avid Brothers, the whole main attraction reason why uh, we went to Arizona. Yeah, I'm being a nice guy. I'm going to let you choose your Avid Brothers song you want to <gasps> use. So, y- last night, uh, coming yeah. in today, um, so this night, I guess, it's yeah. all starting to blur. Is this uh, a fortnight, would you say? <laughs> What's a fortnight? Uh, some Shakespeare term. Uh, um, I think it means to marry your 12 year old cousin. So the Avid Brothers <laughs> song that I was thinking of was, um, was either Die, 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 yeah. right? Because it's so good. And that was actually the song I was like, man, I hope they play Die, Die, Die. And they opened with Boom, it. Boom, bitch. Like, I don't know what's up. Yeah. Then the other option, and I think it's like, I how is it? I love her and love her. I'm going to let you, uh, what? No! How's it it's the, the lyric is like, I love her so much, but now we share the same name. That one. I don't know. It's the love letter one. The I am loving you? Yeah. Okay. That song. So which one do you want? This is all you. Do you want slow and sensitive or do you want like rock? Rock. So you know how to cue it up then. So this is the song by the band of the week. It's called Die, Die, Die from an amazing experience. The Avid Brothers. Their catalog is ginormous. They have an HBO documentary. Yeah. Check it out. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live605. Follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm mainly just tweeting about uh, Migos and Atlanta. So I'm at Malenkamp. I'm at ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. But definitely go check it out because you guys can see some of the amazing pictures from our Arizona trip as a backdrop to this podcast. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy.
can try to swim the sea But say goodbye to you and me John Mallon and Val Gomez.